Now I beg you, brothers, through the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you all speak the same thing, and that there be no divisions, but that you be perfected together in the same mind and in the same judgment. For it has been reported to me concerning you, my brothers, by those who are from Chloe's household, that there are contentions among you. Now I mean this, that each one of you says, I follow Paul. I follow Apollos. I follow Cephas. I follow Christ. Is Christ divided? Was Paul crucified for you? Or were you baptized into the name of Paul? I thank God that I baptized none of you except Crispus and Gaius, so that no one should say that I had baptized you into my own name. There was that danger that if they were baptized by some someone in particular, they would tend to focus on that person and, 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 and follow that person inordinately, inadvisedly. And in brackets it says, I also baptized the household of Stephanus. Besides them, I don't know whether I baptized any other. He certainly didn't he didn't put an emphasis on, on water baptism. He doesn't even know if he baptized anybody else there. That wasn't his concern. For Christ sent me not to baptize, but to preach the good news. Not in wisdom of words. He was there to wash them in the, wa in the water of the word, not water. <clears throat> you can be baptized in water a thousand times, and you'll be no cleaner for it so that the cross of Christ wouldn't be made void. For the word of the cross is foolishness to those who are dying, but to us who are being saved it is the power of God. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise. I will bring the discernment of the discerning to nothing. How does the King James put that one, Paul? For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and will bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. Okay. Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the lawyer of this world? Hasn't God made foolish the wisdom of this world? Foreseeing that in the wisdom of God, the world through its wisdom didn't know God. It was God's good pleasure through the foolishness of the preaching to save those who believe. It doesn't take God's wisdom to be able to sit down on a chair. But it takes God's wisdom to obey him. The fear of God is the beginning of knowledge. For Jews ask for signs, Greeks seek after wisdom, but we preach Christ crucified, a stumbling block to the Jews and foolishness to Greeks, but to those who are called, both Jews and Greeks, Christ is the power of God and the wisdom of God, because the foolishness of God is wiser than men, and the weakness of God is stronger than men. See, in everything, no matter what it is, Jesus Christ in himself is the answer. He is the answer. You go there first. I might, I might uh, liken him to a, a large 
storage facility where you've got anything you need, whether it's tools, utensils, supplies, substances, uh, instructions, methods, provision of any kind for any kind of problem. This warehouse covers it all. Uh, here's, here's Rachel. She's having problems with her throat right now. She's got this cold or flu or whatever. What is the answer? A medical doctor? No. A naturopath? No. Conventional medicine? No. Alternative health care? No. Medicine? No. Whether synthetic or natural? No. <clears throat> Lots of rest? No. Fluids? No. Gargling with salt? No. None of those is the answer. Jesus Christ alone is the answer. And if we have our faith in him in any situation, I don't care what it is, it doesn't matter. If we have our faith in him in any situation and we have a need that needs to be met, that, that, that need will, will be met when we go to him. He may give us a very reasonable, very natural, very common sense solution. Direction. But he is the one who rules on the throne. He is the one who decides and provides, supplies. So the Lord is the answer. He, he's, he's the central, he's the headquarters of anything in our lives. And we often fail to, to go to him or to seek him or to walk with him on a lot of the things that happen in our lives every day. And then every once in a while we have to experience some reminder. And oftentimes the reminder can be rather negative. We might have an accident or we might have a failure or a loss of some kind. And all those things happen to, to take our focus off of the events of this world and, and our own, off of our own ability to handle things and to focus on the Lord. And not just for that particular matter, but for all of life. That's the way things are. I'm at verse 26 now. For you see your calling, brothers, that not many are wise according to the flesh. Not many mighty and not many noble. Why? God is going to demonstrate his power. But God chose the foolish things of the world that he might put to shame those who are wise. God chose the weak things of the world that he might put to shame the things that are strong. God chose the lowly things of the world and the things that are despised and the things that don't exist that he might bring to nothing the things that exist, that no flesh should boast before God. Because of him, you are in Christ Jesus, who has made to us wisdom from God and righteousness and sanctification and redemption. That is, that as it is written, he who boasts, let him boast in the Lord. He who focuses, let him focus on the Lord. He who believes, let him believe on the Lord. 
He who needs, let him seek the Lord. He that wants understanding, let him ask the Lord. If he wants to come to fields of pastures of green grass and, and, and still waters, let him go to the Lord. The Lord is the supplier. <clears throat> 